Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. That's right. It is another edition of Plan with the Tax Man. Thanks for tuning in as Tony and I talk about investing, finance, and retirement. He is Tony Morrow of Tax Doctor Inc. You can find him online at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. Maybe that's how you got here already, or maybe you uh, had this shared with you. But either way, we certainly appreciate it. And while you're at the website, don't forget, uh, for each episode of the podcast, you'll see right below the player there, uh, lots of ways you can share this with uh, friends and family, somebody you think might benefit. So make sure to do that for us. We would certainly appreciate it. They may appreciate it as well. Subscribe to the podcast. Let them know to do the same, and that way they can check out uh, future episodes as well as past ones. And Tony, what's going on, buddy? How are you this week? You know, I'm good. Just enjoying the last last few days of summer. You know, we forgot to talk about it, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, you you got to do one more trip. You uh, went out to uh, Hawaii. Did you have a good time? Oh, I had a great time. I spent my 30th anniversary out there, and it's a fantastic place. For those that have never been, uh, you should go check it out yeah. you know, at least once. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations on the anniversary as well. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely, that's very cool. So you've been uh, you're a long you're a long term kind of guy. You've been married for thirty years. You've been uh, in the industry for over twenty three. So that's pretty cool, man. You found the yeah. things that you enjoy in life, and you've been working your way through them. Yep, that's yeah, awesome. I mean, it, it's uh, my wife hasn't uh, disposed of me. She yet, hadn't got rid know. of you yet. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Well, hey, listen, let's get into our program this week. But before we do, I saw an interesting headline I wanted to run past you. I thought this was pretty cool, and I wanted to see what your feelings are on this. A new study shows that 37% of U.S. households are free and clear, and they, which means that they don't have a mortgage anymore. So 37% of people no longer have a mortgage. They've got their house paid off. Is that higher or lower than you might have expected? It's actually higher for me. That's higher for me too. Yeah, you know, just based on what we see uh, on our from our tax clients, uh, that's that's pretty good because we're always harping on on our clients to you know make extra payments, you know, try to get out of debt as soon as you can. And obviously, you can't do something like that all at once, but that is higher than what I have seen. If I was to go and and break down my practices percentage, I don't think I would be that high. Yeah, I, I you know I think. And I guess it makes sense with boomers, right? So many boomers pay, getting closer to retirement, they're paying off their house. So I guess when you really think about it, it does make sense. But with the housing crisis just you know, 10, 11 years ago, it just it kind of surprised me, I guess. Yeah, me, me too. Because, you know, I, I guess, yeah, you take it, the, the entire population, which doesn't really, you know, the, the boomers in there and, and some of the people that are retired, most of them have their, their houses paid off. But you know, if we did that survey for anybody, say, under 50 I, I, or 55 even, you know, I wonder what that stat would be because I, I would think it would be much lower. I mean, I, I've i had my house paid off for quite a while. And, you know, we always talk about it during tax. And, and I tell people, you know, it's such a great feeling that, you know, it's, and it's an instant raise. Right. Once you get it done and, and then you can, you know, direct that money elsewhere. But you know, for some, they think it's impossible. And, you know, surely, you know, you can't cut a 30 year mortgage down to a five year unless you come into some money somehow. But you, know, you can certainly cut it down to 20 years, uh, you know, maybe 15, you know, and then it's just uh, it's a great feeling. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And so I think that's pretty cool. And so I was definitely, definitely glad to see that. And uh, mm-hmm. so hopefully that trend will continue. All right. Well, that's our little news bit. Let's turn to our main topic this week. And it's going to be on the final decade. Uh, and that sounds kind of like dark, but I don't mean the final decade of life. We mean the final <laughs> decade of work. Uh, so kind of we'll use the football analogy, Tony, of the red zone. People have heard that before, the financial yep. red zone. In football, it's the 20-yard line in to score a touchdown. In the financial red zone, it's the 10 years before retirement and the 10 years after retirement is that window that can be really important. So let's talk about the 10 years before we get to retirement. And the first step should be, you know, sit down with your spouse and decide what's in, what's really important to you guys. What kind of lifestyle do you want in retirement? And then share that with your advisor. Yeah, and, you know, for everyone, you know, it all comes down to personal choice. So, you know, we can't just say as advisors, hey, this is what you should do because, you know, there's some magic chart out there. And so, you know, what's going to be right for me is not going to be right, you know, for you or somebody else. But you really have to sit down and ask yourself questions, you know, such as, you know, what do I want to do, you know, when I retire? Do I want to, uh, you know, work? Do I want to travel? What What's going to be most important to me? And then, of course, you know, from there, you got to start thinking about, depending on how you answer that, you know, what's it going to take to get that done? Right. Uh, and so you go through and ask those questions to yourself, like, you know, uh, are we going to live the same lifestyle? Do we want to, oh, you know, bump it up a little bit? Are we, right. are we, you know, okay, you know, stepping it back? And there's no right or wrong answer to any of this. This is just all personal oh. choice, right? So, exactly. Yeah. So just talking yeah. through yeah. it. The big question becomes, Tony, okay, so once you've decided really what's important in retirement and how you want it to look, now you got to talk about the numbers. And this isn't always the most fun process, but you need to know your numbers. You've got to know them because based on what you've decided, this becomes the issue of, okay, can we do this? Or if we can't with the money we have, you know, how can we pull it off? Or maybe we need to change what we're thinking or, or our goals a little bit. But some of the more important questions is, is, first of all, you know, how much do we have and do we have any debts left? Are there any kids to take care of? And then, of course, how much do we estimate our monthly needs or spending is, is going to be? Right. So when you're going through the numbers, you got to look at it's the B word. And I know that people get kind of you know, budget. I don't want to have to live off a budget, but we're not talking about living off a budget. Right. We're saying it's a good idea to maybe have a budget in place. And a lot of people do say, Tony, that for as you're getting closer to retirement, you should try to figure out what that budget's going to look like in retirement and live off of it, you know, prior to retirement to see how it works. And that way, if you need exactly. to make adjustments, you can. Do you ever do that? We do that. Yes. You know, we try to get them to do it, you know, at least a year, sometimes more before and just say, you know, let's try it. You know, let, let's figure out what, what it would look like. Let's see if you can live on it. And if you can't, it's not a big deal, but we can get together again and discuss, you know, where the shortfalls are coming. Because once that, you know, that retirement starts, you know, it, it is a fixed income. It is a change. Obviously, you can go back to work and do some things. And we have a lot of people that do that, but they want to be able to do that because they want to, not because they need to. Right. Exactly. So you go through, you know, your numbers, you start to pull this stuff together. You work with your advisor like Tony Morrow. You sit down and you say, okay, let's discuss, you know, uh, what do we have to spend? How much we have? What kind of debt we're going to be maybe looking at in retirement, if any. And then in order to make that all work, you've got to have, well, the most important pa- you know, factor really is the income streams. So now you've got to go through and identify where your income is going to come from. Yes. And we always start with 
the income that people can't outlive your social security if you've got and are lucky enough to have a pension you can't outlive possibly some annuities and then we start getting into after that is you know how much are your investments worth and do you want to just take income off those investments or do you want to take some principal too and then any other types of income you've got coming in it could be passive income like rentals could be some other little um this is not passive income but maybe you've got some part-time work that you want to go out and do so we add all these income streams up and then compare it to say okay do we have enough to you know cover all of our bills and and everything else that we want to do and hopefully you do you know and if there's a little bit of a shortfall then that's where we have to say okay you know what do we want to do do we want to change our goals do we want to maybe work a little more? You know, how do, how do we want to uh, bridge that gap? Right. So when you're identifying the, the income streams, and it's going to be different for everybody, right, Tony? So Social Security, obviously one of those. Um, mm -hmm. Pensions, if you happen to be lucky enough. Annuities, maybe if you have some of those. Um, rental income, part-time work. Like, that's another great question, right? Are, do you want to even work in retirement? Because yeah. some people say, I don't want to sit and be bored. I want to do something part-time. Exactly. And well, we have a lot of clients that... I call it working, you know, for their mad money, you know, or, or for what they really like to enjoy. And they'll pick up part-time work anywhere from, you know, being courtesy drivers at car dealers, you know, driving people around in the mornings to uh, just part-time seasonal work. And, you know, a lot of employers I see like to hire retirees or near retirees because they're dependable. They don't have a lot of life issues in front of them and they know that they're going to you know, come and do a good job for them. But it really comes down to, as it's different for everybody, you know, everybody probably is going to have some form of social security. Not everybody's going to have a pension annuities. And what we see a lot, because we ask the same questions over and over, what we see the most of is, well, I've got, you know, uh, say an IRA, you know, for X amount. And we say, okay, is there anything else? No, that's it. Well, then that's the only one thing that we can use. And then we've got some decisions to make. Right, exactly. So, all these pieces, you know, this is all a great idea of information to gather together as you're getting closer to retirement. And that's what we're talking about on this week's podcast. You know, that final decade of work, it's so important that we go through and start identifying some of the pieces of the planning perspective, if you will, the things we're going to pull together to work with our advisor like Tony Morrow on how we can make this whole thing work so we can get to and through retirement. And of course, as always, don't forget, go to the website, yourplanningpros.com to learn more about Tony and his team and what he does, yourplanningpros.com. Click on the podcast link. You can listen to past episodes. You can check out the different ones. Uh, below each one, you, there's places and ways to share it. There's text messaging through Facebook, Twitter, lots of ways you can share the podcast. We'd certainly appreciate that as well. So we'll continue on. Two more pieces here on this uh, topic of things to consider and start planning for in that final decade of work. You got to get a handle on the healthcare situation, right, Tony? You got to understand what Medicare does and doesn't do and all those pieces. You do, because this is going to be probably one of your, your biggest expenses through retirement and as we age and we need more healthcare in varying degrees. And so you've got to understand, you know, what Medicare covers, what it doesn't. Where do I get coverage that's not being covered now? How much is it going to cost me? That's the first part. And then the second part is, is the bigger picture of what happens if I need some sort of long-term care. You know, we're talking like as you age and, and maybe you can't take care of yourself quite as well. You lose a spouse and hopefully, you know, everybody's wish is to stay in their own home and, you know, pass away like that. But sometimes that is not possible. And, you know, you need more care or full-time 
you know, nursing care, which is the old fashioned, you know, nursing home. And those costs are, are extremely high. And, you know, what we try to do is talk to people before retirement about that. And if they don't have enough assets to at least look at long-term care insurance and, you know, the big pushback there always is, well, I'm never going to need that. I don't want to pay for something that I don't use. And then we come back right with, well, you pay for health insurance, or not health insurance, but homeowners and car insurance for how long now? And hopefully you've never used those. So right. that's, you know, that, that's what we get a lot. And, and that's a tough one to convince people. But it, I have seen entire states wiped out, you know, with a three-year nursing home stay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So really good information. You know, again, have those conversations, address uh, your risk for long-term care issues, evaluate the coverage options. And truly, I think the biggest piece to take away from this for me, Tony, and, and I don't know if you agree or not, but a lot of people, the final, they just don't talk about it in general. We're either afraid of it. We're, we're afraid of how expensive it's going to be. We're afraid of the mortality aspect it brings to the table. I don't know what, but talking about long-term care and getting a handle on healthcare after retirement scares people. It really does. It scares them. And I, I think all of that is true. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that most people think like in, in earlier generations that, well, my, you know, my kids will take care of me right, and right. my family's here. But, you know, a lot of these, these young people now and, and myself included, you know, they're, they're growing up and they're moving away. So they're not right there to take care of you. Like uh, maybe your parents, parents, you right. know, things like that, where everybody live close together. Everybody's you know, scattered about the country and whatnot. And so it's something to think about. You, you do have to talk about it because yes, otherwise it could be devastating. Yeah. And just don't procrastinate. Don't put that piece off. Right. Have that conversation with yourself, with your spouse, and definitely with your advisor. So the final piece of this, uh, this final 10-year thing is as you're pulling all this stuff together, you're working on a plan with your advisor, you're starting to build into what the retirement's going to be when you get there within those 10 years, don't forget to realize that your needs are going to change. It is not a set it and forget it document. It is not a set and forget it time of life, right? It's going to evolve just like you're going to change through retirement. It really is. And what I see early on in retirement is everybody's gung ho. And, you know, if they've got the the ability and they've got all their needs covered is, you know, well, we want to say travel, you know, we want to go visit the grandkids or we want to do this because we've never done it. And that's all great. You know, and then as, as the body starts to age a little right. bit and we start to slow down a little bit, some of that slows down and, you know, we don't do as much of that, but maybe we have a little more you know, need for healthcare. You know, maybe we've we've come up with something that you know we need some medicine that costs a lot of money. Inflation's been low, but you know, inflation's eaten into our our spending money a little bit. You know, oh, yeah. things like that. You know, then you get down to you know 10, 15 years down the road, you're now you know say I don't know 75, 80, and you know you're not isn't tuned anymore to travel at all. You just want to be able to you know remain healthy and and do things locally. Uh, but again, healthcare could be going up a little bit for you and uh, other things going down. And then, you know, towards the end, you get up in your mid 80s. And, and I have some uncles that are in their mid 80s. And, and lucky enough, uh, they're, they're extremely healthy. You know, they're still, you know, playing golf every day, really. Oh, that's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah, they, they really are incredible. Some of their, their thoughts are now as well, you know, I, I know that I don't have much time left and I want to make sure, you know, my spouse is taken care of and I want to make sure that after she's gone and everything's in order. Right. And so, it, again, all talking, all planning, 
And uh, there's a lot to be done there. Yep. You can't just kind of set it and forget it, like you said. Absolutely. And that's why it's important to think about the, the final decade of work and go through some ideas, make a little checklist, if you will, of things you want to make sure you check off uh, and get prepared for retirement. And so that's what this episode, this podcast was about. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, the great thing about podcasts, you can always listen to them again. You can pause, rewind, whatever it is that you'd like to do. And you can do that on the website, yourplanningpros.com. Click on the podcast page. You can also share it with uh, friends and family and others that might benefit from that. And so we would certainly appreciate that. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as before you take any action, if you do have some questions, you do have some things you want to get done, talk with your advisor. If you're not working with advisor or you'd like a second opinion, give Tony a call at 844-707-7381. He is a CFP and an EA, uh, and he's been doing this for over 23 years. So a great resource for you, 844 707 7381. All right, final quick question. We're going to get out of here. An email that came into the podcast is from Lonnie in Des Moines. And he says, Tony, I've been planning to sell some investment property to do some different things investing wise in retirement, but I just discovered how much I'm going to owe in taxes because of the, the uh, increase of the property value, excuse me, since I bought it. So I'm not sure what to do with it. Should I just hold on to it? I'm going to give him the standard accountant answer, which is it depends, and uh, but, but in all reality, it, it does depend. But if, if the investment property is throwing off income and uh, versus you know just a piece of say farmland and you know it's not being farmed or anything and right. there's no income coming off of it, you know if it, if it's say a rental property and throwing off income, or even if it is uh, you know farmland, what we tell people is if you sell it, you will owe some tax. However, more than likely, it's a long-term capital gain. And it's only going to be taxed at 15 to 22 percent. So if, if you're in a high tax bracket, there's a break there. But what I also advise people to do in that case is, depending on if it's right for you, you know, if you hold on to it, take the income until you die, and then it goes to say one of your heirs. The basis is then stepped up at your date of death, and your heirs could turn right around and sell it and pay zero tax, and that's all legal. So if you want to you know, go that route and you're okay with the income it's throwing off, maybe you should hold on to it. But if you need the money and you, it's not bringing in any money or enough money for you to, you know, meet your goals in retirement, you know, maybe you sell it, maybe you sell it on contract, spread the, the tax out a little bit, but then get the money in and, you know, get it earning a little more for you. Right, right. All right. Well, there you go, Lonnie. Hopefully that helps out a little bit. Uh, always, you know, again, if you before you take any action, talk with a, a professional, you know, firsthand, reach out to Tony. If you're not working with an advisor, uh, give him a call before you take any action with the property. Have that conversation specifically uh, for your situation. 844-707-7381 is the number to call. 844-707-7381. And again, always go to the website, yourplanningpros.com. Subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to uh, continue to see you here on the show. Tony, thanks for your time, buddy. I hope you have a great week. As always, I appreciate you here on the show and look forward to talking to you soon. All right, we'll see you later. You do the same. Absolutely, folks. Take care of yourself, and we'll see you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.